guys. <clears throat> nice to see you again. Thanks for coming back and spending another few minutes with us um, on this Saturday or whenever you've seen the show. <clears throat> I appreciate it. And, um, you know, I do all this preparation all week and get all these things together that I want to remember to talk about and never have time for all of it because I go over way too much. And there's too much happening in the world. I mean, <clears throat> can't cover it in an hour, can't, couldn't cover it in a full day even. Um, there are other shows that detail the majority of what is going on, you know, at the high levels in the world, kind of a a macro overview and we've mentioned <clears throat> excuse me some of those on lostartsradio.com I can't even mention the name of them anymore on the show because we'll disappear even faster than you know otherwise will happen and there's still people are still disappearing at record speed it's probably we're saved so far because almost nobody knows we're here <laughs> we don't we don't really have much of any <clears throat> promotion going on on any large scale we're not advertising the show it's kind of if you want to tell people about it you can and we may have time for that once in a while but anyway we're still here at the moment stay in touch at lostartsradio.com uh, if we disappear in one place we show up in other ones and we're thanks to Doug's work we're showing up on a lot of um, supposedly non-censoring platforms although <clears throat> just got a story this week about Rumble doing some serious censorship and then people noticed and complained and they said, you know, they put it back and said, oh, you know, of course not. We don't censor anything like that. And looking at everything that's happening in the world right now, you know, just kind of a general overview. <clears throat> if you really look at it, it makes you just stand there and say, what? You know, what is going on? How could we possibly get used to it? This is like, to call it insane would be a radical understatement, you know, and it's way beyond that. I don't even know what it would be said to be. It's like uh, <clears throat> if what's going on in the world were, were written down in a screenplay and handed into one of the production theaters, I mean, before they were controlled by the current Chinese management, but when Hollywood 20 years ago, uh, still totally corrupt, but more American owned and controlled and um, said, look, we got a, a script for a, a great new sci-fi movie. And they would probably say, <clears throat> nobody would believe this. This is way too unrealistic. Uh, nobody would fall for all the stuff that you're saying would happen. Um, it, it just, it couldn't, couldn't happen. No, nobody would even consider it a reasonable sci-fi script. Um, <clears throat> but it's happening. So, thinking about what to say about all that, you know, I remember being a university student in the mid-60s, and I had very little idea what was going on at that time. I didn't even really know what the questions were, let alone the answers, and just wanted to have things go well like everybody else. We were doing a lot of music at that time. Most of the people in the 60s in colleges were doing a lot of drugs. I really wasn't involved in that. But I was involved in the music, and we would play impromptu concerts, you know, in the old days when they still had concerts in person, and you could be closer than six feet to somebody and not be arrested and that sort of thing. Um, it was great, and but it was momentary. And then you go back to the 
you know, usual life in the world. And the, our effort was to make as many of those momentary great experiences happen as possible. And we didn't understand, you know, you're in a, a realm and a dimension and um, a place of duality, which means there's good and bad happening all the time, kind of balancing it, each other out. Uh, appearing to fight with each other sometimes, light and dark. And if you try to separate out and only have good experiences, then the bad ones come and find you. And uh, it doesn't work. You have to do something on a deeper level. <clears throat> so, especially now, when the the two sides have gotten so intense, you know, and the dark side seems so overwhelming at the moment um, it doesn't mean it's stronger it means it's more focused on doing its work and most of us <clears throat> excuse me my voice is tired um, most of us who have an intention on the light side are not very focused on our work we're still kind of scattered and a lot of that is intentionally programmed into us by the criminal media that we're listening to all the time that we've heard since we were little kids and the fake education system that is really designed to make sure you have no common sense left at all. That starts in uh, preschool, nursery school, kindergarten, really gets to, developed in medical school and uh, PhD level school and public health school and what you get trained is to obey <clears throat> and to repeat acceptable information. And instead of real science, you're supposed to just parrot what you're told to think, you know, like doctors learn safe and effective, right? They, they don't really learn it. They just memorize it. And they're so busy and so overwhelmed with work and things to memorize that they don't realize, wait a minute, memorizing and learning are not the same things. There are valuable things to memorize, definitely, but when that's all you do and you're just supposed to think in certain pre-programmed tracks all the time, um, you miss something and you miss uh, what used to be called common sense, the ability to reason, the ability to ask questions. You forget what science is about which is questioning everything. There are no subjects that are um, settled in science. Never. You're always questioning, especially what you yourself believe, not just other people. You're not, you know, in one of those situations where you just want to prove that you're right and the other person's an idiot. That's not the point. That's nothing like real science. And real science is great. It's a way of learning things, whether it's, on the physical level in uh, any kind of subject or on the spiritual level looking for knowing deeper levels of yourself where you came from about God things like that it's the same thing it's like a devotion to finding out whatever's true not to sh not to find everything that supports your point of view and shows everybody else is wrong. That's not what it's about on any level, spiritual, physical, mental, emotional. You you want to you have a a certain 
intuitive knowing or faith that the reality is something really, really good, beyond good, that what people call God is not just a belief, it's real, and it's omnipresent, it's everywhere, and it's always been beyond any human conception of time. And so what you want to do is not necessarily just memorize things about what, what you're supposed to think about it, but get there. You know, not, not wait till you die. I mean, it would, people make jokes about this, but you, you don't, in science, it's obvious you don't have to wait till you die to find out true, true things about health. Obviously, it's actually more practical to do that while you still have a physical body. But it's true about <clears throat> all levels of things, from what I can tell. And I just encourage people to have enough faith to not be needing to fight to defend what you believe against everybody else all the time. If what you believe is true, it's still true, it, whether anybody else thinks so or not, whether you think so or not. What's true is not in danger by us having the wrong belief. So if you have courage, <clears throat> you want to go beyond memorizing and find out experience, direct experience. It's definitely possible. We're connected to what's true all the time. We've never been disconnected. We might have forgotten almost everything that's real, but it's never forgotten us and we're connected. That's why we still have a chance to turn things around in the world. And as I said, I always write down notes of subjects to talk about that are like, you know, 10 hours worth more than we can possibly do. But last week, we were talking about um, how real health information is violently suppressed in the U.S. and most of the world now. <clears throat> People that don't question what the medical profession is doing at all. And everything should be questioned. Like I said, it's... Health is not supposed to be a new religion. It's supposed to be something that is based on what really happens in the physical world and on, on how energy really works and how how we're designed. What, you know, the question should come up right away. What's our design potential? <clears throat> in an engineering point of view, in a way. Like, what's our normal state? Not, not what everybody's experiencing, what's common, because common and normal are totally different things in an age like where we are now, <clears throat> where people are so cut off from knowing even about themselves. They have no clue. They just memorize things and get programmed from preschool on or before. <clears throat> and the TV and the newspapers and the radios and most of the conventional media has the job of continuing that. But what if you were silent and stopped? and said, wait a minute, <clears throat> is any of this true? What is true about anything? You know, and you have the ability to dig into it yourself. You know, People talk, always ask me about, well, what kind of sources do you rely on? I don't rely on sources. You know, they want to say, well, either you believe sources like in politics on the left side or the so-called right side, and then that's what you think. And I think, wow, that would be dumb, wouldn't it? What if something on the side that we believe is not right? 
What if it's not true? Then why would you want to be tied to that source? No matter what side you're on of anything. <clears throat> but when I got done with um, college and got into later stages of what I was investigating and learning, I started digging into how the world was run because I thought, well, you know, I had run into this great guy named Alan Chadwick when I was in school, in college originally. And he was this student, one of the direct students of uh, Rudolf Steiner in Austria, although Alan was from Britain. And I, from him, I just happened to run into him when he was at the university where I was studying. And it was this radical contrast between what Alan was teaching and what the classes were teaching. Because in the classes, these professors with all kinds of credentials and degrees, and you know, most of their first names were all doctor, and they were considered these great authorities. When you really got down to it, <clears throat> what they were telling us in the college classes was stuff they had memorized. And maybe they had done some specialized studies on their own in labs or in, you know, PhD dissertations, things like that. But most of what they thought they knew, they memorized or, or they were conditioned by all kinds of preconceived limitations or rules about what could be true. Like if it was health-related, what you're taught in PhD level and public health level classes is that the authorities like CDC and WHO and um, county health uh, organizations and things like that, those can't be questioned because by definition they're all true. And the people who are teaching, they're similar organizations that control most of the subjects and most of the fields. And the professors were just repeating that. And I was starting to realize, you know, wait a minute. These guys are supposed to be great authorities on everything. And most of them are physically falling apart. They don't know how to take care of their own bodies. So how is it that they're this really advanced authority on these esoteric subjects of various kinds and something about them? It's just like, you know, they're still operating really superficially, no matter how sophisticated they are. And the point was not to criticize them because it wasn't their fault at all. That was their programming. The point that I was being shown in all that is this is happening to you. <laughs> Don't think it's just other people. They're not your responsibility. You are supposed to develop what you were given, you know, in your own life, self-assessment. But when you get to the trying to dig into what's real and different subjects, like in the health area, as I said, it's all suppressed. Not, um, not some of the basics if they don't threaten the drug industry or the vaccine industry or any of those critical 
not just money making avenues, but they work for higher agendas. If you if you have information that's true, but it doesn't threaten any of that, you might be allowed to talk about it. But if you try teaching the, what's at the core of all this hell stuff or learning about it, you run into resistance. The rulers want to keep us physically sick. I'm sure you've discovered that by now, or you should have. If the reality behind a lot of these things is really simple. You know, people try to come up with really complex, uh, hard-to-understand interpretations of things, and the more complex uh, that's supposed to be more impressive or more true, it's really not like that. That If we think that, that's our conditioning. That What's really going on is much simpler in a way. The details of it are complicated, but the people running the whole show worldwide don't have any allegiance to any country. They're their interest is to uh, control and destroy life. I mean, that's about as simple as you can put it. If they wanted to do the destruction overnight, they now have the technology to do that. And fortunately for us, they're not doing it. And there's a reason. It's not just that they forgot that they could. They know exactly what hidden, more advanced weapon systems they have, the surveillance systems, the all the stuff that they haven't quite gotten around to showing the public, they're probably 50 to 100 years more advanced in technology than we get to see. But their goal, their, their goal is not uh, to destroy us right away. Obviously, that could be done before tomorrow. It has to be done very specifically by according to certain steps. And if they don't do the steps correctly then they don't get what they think is their spiritual reward. Because this is not about money. Money is used to motivate the mid to lower level servants of of the dark system. It's not what the top level's after at all. And that level is not about just population reduction or anything like that. It's complete annihilation of life on the planet, including themselves. Because they don't plan to be around to get the spiritual benefit here, it's going to be on another level, which to them is kind of like an astral cyberspace, something like that. They're not going to need their physical bodies. But if they don't do the destruction step by step correctly, they don't get the credit. And the fact that they have to go by that and give the right notices, pass certain milestones on a schedule, um, this is not something I read and memorized, okay? It's not like that at all. This took me decades to put together, and I'm not guaranteed to be completely right about anything. I mean, in a way, you should have somebody who knows much more talking to you instead of me, but I found enough that I have to share it with anybody that wants to make any use of it. Um, I don't hear it talked about a lot, the, the real ceremonial sacrifice that we're in the midst of which is the sacrificial animal is the whole biosphere. And that means all life on the planet, and we're part of that. So are the perpetrators, and they know it. They don't tell that to the levels down below them because it might not be good for morale to know that they're all going to (laughs) be deleted and eliminated and, you know, targeted for termination, to use the Terminator terminology. Um, But that's that's what it looks like to me at this point. 
in my investigations, that, that's clearly what looks like is happening, and it explains all the sub-agendas, the chemtrails, the fake pandemic, the toxic medical system, poisoned agriculture, fake education, the media as a weapon against humanity, it all fits together seamlessly. And I don't see any other explanation for it. All the satanic motivation of these guys, what they're doing, the predictive programming, what they announce in movies, in ways that most people don't realize the depth of the announcement, that all fits together. So this is the, the dark version of the spiritual operation for them. But because they have to go by the timeline and by the notices and by the the details of what they're destroying, it buys us time. And that's why their main goal for us is that we stay unconscious. Because they figure if we're unconscious, we're not going to give them any problem. They have a dream of dumbing us down and making us sick enough and injecting poisons into us enough so that we become incapable of dissent, not just totally surveilled, but totally controlled. Their vision of world peace prior to our extermination is no independent thought, and it fits right into the Agenda 2030 and 2050, and I don't think they're going to take till 2050. It'd be amazing if it takes till 2030. So we probably have a little time still, but not indefinite. And um, they want everybody thinking and feeling identically so that we're not a problem for them to eliminate. So we've got an opportunity to wake up now instead of waiting. And there's different definitions of waking up, of course. But some people tend to think that waking up means being able to talk about what the deep state is or what the global rulers are doing or the agendas of the World Economic Forum or uh, what the Bond villain Klaus is doing and all. You know, why it control, you know, eliminating firearms and self-defense rights is bad. Understanding that, understanding economics, those are all really valuable things to, to absorb. But I'm not talking about waking up like that because a computer program could give you all the right answers to those things. You don't even need a human for that. Humans have a potential that we're walking around with that computers don't have. And so there's different kinds of intelligence. One is measured by IQ, you know, the ability to recognize patterns and to do calculations really rapidly and things like that. Um, That kind of intelligence is not sufficient to turn things around on this planet. It's not sufficient to prevent total destruction. The other kind of intelligence, also known as wisdom, is necessary. And so the educational system um, is teaching what they call specialized knowledge. In other words, you become a really advanced 
scientist who knows everything that you're supposed to think about a certain narrow subject and you look for a job with a usually a big corporation or something like that 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 will hire you and use you to accomplish an agenda or a purpose and you're not supposed to understand what that purpose is it's not your department to quote Tom Lear in one of his old songs um I don't know if you ever heard of Tom Lear. He was a comedian that played the piano and sang songs that he wrote, a commentary about the world. And he was talking about Werner von Braun as a German scientist who got recruited by the U.S., of course, after that, but was a German scientist working on missiles. And the song goes, if I remember right, um, once the rockets go up, who cares where they come down? It's not my department, says Werner von Braun. And the piano music, you know, was behind that. It was it was funny on the surface, but not very funny in the sense that that's like a deep commentary on how knowledge has been twisted and corrupted. Everybody following orders, you know, you hear. And I'm not even looking at the beginning of my notes. I have so many things I said wrote down, be sure and mention such as I've started that and we're half done with our time, but I just wanted to tell you that's how knowledge is being controlled and corrupted in universities and generally in the education system right now. You memorize and learn a very controlled, specific way of thinking and um, your bosses will tell you what to do with it. And you remember when they had the Nuremberg trials, for the Nazi criminals in Germany, which were, for the most part, show trials say, to show that all oh, the world powers are so horrified by what the Germans had tried to do that they have to hold them all accountable, and they had these trials. And some people got the death penalty. That's absolutely true. But a whole bunch of them got recruited to Western countries, primarily the United States, to continue their work under the Western uh, banner. So a lot of the really nasty things that have been done in the name of the U.S. by the global rulers have been helped dramatically by the people recruited under Operation Paperclip from the German scientists, including the German doctors and the health uh, authorities over there that were doing horrible experiments on people uh, as part of the uh, I don't want to have too many trigger words in this part of the medical experiments that those guys were doing the result of which on the surface was the uh, Nuremberg Code which said that that couldn't you know any kind of invasive medical treatment could never be done to anybody uh any signatory nation of the the Geneva Accords agreed to this in writing. Uh, these experiments could never be done to anybody without their in full informed consent. And I don't know if you know what informed consent means. It means you you can't just be told that some procedure or something that's going to be injected into you, for example, just picking an example out of the air, you can't be told that it's totally safe and effective and is going to save you from diseases uh, 
if that's not true, which, spoiler alert, it isn't, the, those injections have never prevented diseases back to prior to 1800, and I've looked into that a lot. Um, but you also have to be told everything bad that might happen to you, and that's never done. And all the signatories to the Geneva Accord are supposed to do that. And when you're given, I think they call it medicine now, it's kind of a dark joke, but when you're given toxic chemicals and told that this is really going to help your health, which is what goes on millions of times a day in the modern medical system, and you're not told clearly and explained by the way, in addition to stopping your headache, this may kill you or you know, destroy your heart and your brain, make you unable to um, eat, eat, digest food anymore, cause arthritis, ruin your joints, um, make your nervous system go crazy, and make you homicidal or suicidal. But other than that, it's great. And the commercial shows bluebirds flying around when you take the pill. They can't do that under the Geneva Accord, and it's being done everywhere. And, you know, if you're educated a little bit about health, you know that if you're eating some processed food that comes in a box, and it's got a list of ingredients, that you it would be a really smart idea to read the ingredients and don't eat it if it has stuff that's going to hurt you. That would be really smart. Almost no one does that. Because, you know, it's inconvenient. It takes time. And besides, the FDA is protecting us, right? Nothing would be in the box of food in the grocery store if it wasn't already safe and really nutritious. There are people that actually still think that. A lot of them, actually. Not just in the United States. And then what you have to do if you care about the value of your physical body, which is like this amazing vehicle that can do all kinds of things we don't even know about yet, but it has very specific requirements. It It's self-adjusting, so if you abuse it, it can adjust to that and adapt to that for a while, especially when you're just getting used to the body as a growing kid. And Nowadays, more kids are having degenerative diseases from early on, thanks to the health system and the garbage food. But after a while the reserves of the body get low and then you have to learn or suffer the consequences. So when you put what they call food into your body, as the owner of the body, the person that's living in it at the moment, which is you, it's really smart to read what the, what's in the food. That's not some kind of extremist health fanatic idea or something like that. It's like if you have a car, and you have a can of something to put in where the oil goes, you might want to know if it's oil or diesel or solvent or water before you pour it in, right? Because otherwise, you could blow up your car. I mean, these should be really simple concepts. So if you want to put something in your really expensive vehicle, which is the physical body, you always understand what's in the food, right? Or what is being called food. If you see these long chemical names, you don't just eat them because it's convenient. I mean, nobody would believe that we're into doing this at this point. 
you go home, especially now that you have access to the internet. It used to be you'd have to go to the library and look things up in books, which was a lot harder. Now you can just use a search engine, hopefully not Google, something like DuckDuckGo or StartPage or Descender is even better. And uh, you put in the name of the chemical and say um, health effects or side effects or um, precautions or whatever you want to put in about that chemical and you read it. It's very easy. If you can read, you can do that. You don't need to be a doctor or an advanced scientist or anything like that. You just have to know how to put something into a search engine and then bring it up and read it. And uh, it's very easy. You'll be amazed how easy it is if you try it. And if you take it seriously and you value your body and don't just, you know, we're supposed to be so dumbed down we don't care about this stuff anymore. But the reason it matters is the function of your physical body, you need it to do what you're doing here. I mean, as long as you're alive in the physical body, its condition has a really powerful effect on how you feel. And how you feel has a powerful effect on the clarity of your vision, your ability to understand things, your ability to learn, your ability to take action that's positive to make things better in your life. It's very tied into your physical body. It has nothing to do with being a health fanatic or anything like that. So you look it up. If it says causes blindness, causes, you know, fainting, causes seizures, causes heart attacks, but only some of the time, right? But these are the things that it could do. Then probably it would be really smart not to eat it. Or any food that's grown with poison. I mean, if you know that herbicides like atrazine, Roundup's not the only one. Atrazine's not talked about as much. It's a hormone disruptor that ruins your um, integrity as a male or a female and starts confusing even in animals and amphibians. It gives you a miserable time in subtle things about your psychology and your endocrine balance. Um, if you have that sprayed, if the farmer buys that, which is widespread now, and he sprays it on the food or the soil where the food grows, and then he grows the food, and it has that inside it because vegetables, for example, are permeable. You can't just wash stuff off. It's all through it. It's as permeable as our bodies or more. If you eat that, it's not a smart idea. I mean, you'd think this is super obvious, right? But um, most people have no clue that just say, what? I'm not a scientist. The FDA guarantees everything. The store couldn't legally carry it if it was bad for me. That's because we've been trained for blind faith in authority from when we were born. Television's doing a great job with that. Um, all kinds of other media programmed entertainment. I mean, it, we're immersed in it. And so it's not our fault, you know, but it's good if you can eventually find out that that's going on and start questioning. It doesn't mean to hate authority figures. That's not the point. It's to question. Those authority figures got put in positions of authority mostly because they didn't threaten the system. 
and they were willing to go along with what they learned and start repeating things as if they knew them that were acceptable to the system. And they were willing <clears throat> to um, assume that CDC always told the truth, that FDA always told the truth, that EPA was there to protect the environment, that the Department of Justice was like the Lone Ranger, I mean, or Walker, Texas Ranger, was just there to make sure everything was true and fair and and equal, and they were just there to help everybody. People who believe that stuff get put in positions of higher authority. So if you go along with that, then you think, if you're a farmer, you think that, well, everybody uses poisons in farming. The world would starve to death without it. And besides, organic farms wouldn't have uh, enough productivity to feed the world. GMOs are needed to feed the world, and they're preventing starvation. And the, the crops can grow in droughts. And this is all stuff that the agricultural authorities are teaching the farmers and the consumers. And it's great. It covers all this stuff. The only little detail that's wrong with it is that most of it's false. And I think, you know, interacting with lots of people about this kind of stuff, my impression is that our most powerful conditioning is that we can't imagine that all of this stuff would be corrupted. It's too, it's too emotionally threatening. It's like if all this stuff is false then I don't even know what's going on and it. it makes me uh, completely insecure. What else is untrue? All these things that I believe to be comfortable and have answers for everything. Um, what if they're not true and people just get too scared? Fear is, is like the top rung of the motivational ladder for the, uh, the rulers to use as a weapon against people. So, um, anyway, when I started out, I talked about what's going on. The rulers are involved in sacrifice. In, in, their, the way, in their viewpoint, doing this ceremonial sacrifice on a big scale. They're really into the sacrifice concept that if you find it, this is a so-called spiritual concept, if you find an innocent being like an animal or a virgin or a great spiritual teacher or a child or a bird, something that is innocent as possible, and you kill that being according to very specific protocol, then God is really happy with you. And you get a lot of spiritual reward. And they actually believe this. It's in many scriptures all over the world. But I don't think people fully grasp the depth of it the way that the uh, global rulers do. And they're totally into it. So um, they give us time. Uh, but they don't want us to use the time. So they program us in our education to not question the system. Not question authority figures not question uh, agencies, government agencies. You know, they're doctors and health professionals and public health agents are taught to promote a healthcare system that's toxic. And to anybody that still had to uh, common sense, 
that would be like an obvious conflict. They say, wait a minute, you know, you put, just like you put atrazine and all these other horrible poisons on the food and the soil before you grow the food and you put chemicals in it that wipe out the delicate balance of microbiological life in the soil and you just dump on NPK fertilizers so that you get more weight of plants growing faster and you think you're feeding the world and you don't realize the obvious that you're poisoning the world and supporting the business model of the health system by growing chemical crops on in uh, farming. You know, that's why when you're in the store, if we had our common sense, we would never buy any food that's not at least organic as a baseline, all kinds of mysterious diseases and not mysterious diseases have been cured by doctors that just said, you know, never eat anything with GMO ingredients or weed killers or stuff like that in them. You know, some of which are toxic at parts per billion, tiny bits that you wouldn't think that would hurt any any living organisms. They're so horribly poisonous, sold as weed killers and other things, that these minute amounts that almost don't exist are enough to cause serious damage. And the doctors that have realized that have told some of their patients, get off all everything that has GMO ingredients or Roundup. They could be non-GMO and still have Roundup in it, Round, Roundup residue and other poisons. And so um, they say eat everything organic and even without making their diet healthier in any other way, there are all these testimonials and stories from doctors about their patients getting cured of all these diseases. So a lot of it is um, simple. Get closer connected to nature, understand laws of nature and how it works. Um, some of the old healthcare teachers like Hippocrates were a lot smarter um, than the corrupt experts of today. And I don't mean necessarily smarter in IQ, although that could have been the case. But I'm talking about in wisdom, the kind of intelligence that matters. You can have both. You can have high IQ intelligence and wisdom, and then that's a really good combination. It has good results. We had people like that in charge of things in the world. Because um, I'm not an anarchist. I think governments run by wise people that have the approval and consent of the people that are, are being affected by what they do. Those guys can protect countries and do a lot of good things. What happens is that you get even good systems like constitutional republics with a good constitution, and you get corrupt people in there, and the system doesn't protect you. So it's like, I think it was Franklin or Jefferson that said, yeah, we created the structure of a very small limited government called a republic, but it only works if you can keep it. Meaning if the public gets dumbed down enough like we are now, uh, it doesn't matter what system you have, it's not going to protect you from what happens. So it's not like the system has to have these little adjustments to make it work. It's that the people in the world have to have this little adjustment where they become conscious. If they don't, then the, the programs of the negative rulers 
get to go on, and that's not healthy for anybody. So Hippocrates, who was a lot wiser than most of the current doctors, said, let your food be your medicine and your medicine be your food. You probably heard that before. It sounds simple, but there's a lot of simple things that sound superficial, but they have deep wisdom behind them. If you really did what Hippocrates said, you wouldn't eat food because it just momentarily tasted good because they make chemicals to taste great that poison you at the same time and people really love it and they don't think. Um, He didn't say that about your food being your medicine because he didn't have access to toxic chemical medicine or high-tech ways to ruin the body like doctors have available. Now it was because he had some wisdom and perception of how the body works and of how nature works. That knowledge is still available. It's just not taught in schools, at least not the regular schools. But fortunately, we've got connections to that built into us. The body's not a car or some ordinary level machine. It's amazing. And there's a consciousness in the body because we're living in it. We're not the body. We're not the mind. And this is really hard to put in words and I feel silly just repeating it all the time because it, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. Anyway, um, consciousness is connected directly to where it was created, right back to what people call God. If that gets opened up, everybody has access to that without authority figures. You can start learning on a whole different level. Um, Otherwise, you get these highly educated people coming out of the school systems and even PhDs and advanced doctors of different kinds, they can come out like brilliant idiots because they know all these facts, you know, or these data points and they can tell you and they can use seven syllable words. And in fact, medical doctors are trained to do that a lot because it's very impressive and they get used to a psychology of intimidating the patient, so the patient doesn't feel like they can question what the doctor says. And doctor says, oh, this here's, here's what our tests say is wrong with you. Here's what we're going to do to you uh, for our treatment. And the patient is trained to think, oh, well, that's a doctor, you know. I could never know as much as a doctor. Wrong. You know, you, you didn't memorize all the things that the doctor did when the doctor went through this training called medical school. But if you have common sense and you know how to investigate things, which is really easy now with the internet, then um, you can check out what any authority figure tells you and find out if it makes any sense. And if it doesn't, ask them about clarifying the things that don't make sense. And if they can't answer you or just want to bully you about it so that you'll stop asking questions, that tells you all you need to know about that authority figure. Um, Superficial intelligence without wisdom is kind of a theme of what's taught in the educational system and the media and the world right now. It's like, it's a real pandemic. And I would not advise hating or condemning any of the people who are involved in it because they're victims of it too. They just... They got programmed with a script that says play the bad guy and they're doing that. That's not really who they are. 
any more than who we are as these dumbed down, helpless, weak beings. That was never true. It's like this huge, unlimited, spectacular, brilliant, beautiful being hypnotized into thinking it's helpless. That's the condition of most of us. And you can wake up out of that anytime we want to. But we have to realize we're walking around unconscious first. Now, just looking at anything important that I wanted to share with you. Um, there's so much misunderstanding going around now. And if if you stay in a fog, um, like they train you into in school and in the media, then you can't really understand what's going on in yourself or other people. And it's not the fault of the doctors. They're caught in the system. And a lot of them start to wake up. Maybe not that many put the whole picture together, but they start to realize, wait a minute, this, all these people are getting sicker after I give them the treatment than they were before. And it covers up some of how they've you know, the pain or the symptoms, and then they get some other problem that's worse. Maybe there's a pattern there. Maybe there's something I should find out about. And there are doctors that are so brilliant that even the massive training and programming in medical school by the drug dealers and other fake experts um, doesn't really control them. And they come out of it. And we've had a lot of those doctors on who have gotten different parts of it and, and been able to wake up from a lot of these things on the Sunday show on Lost Arts Radio and all those archives are available free. There's hundreds and hundreds on the major platforms that we're on. So you might want to look at that before, well, while you know that they're still there. Um I mean, there's more misunderstandings in medicine that relate to everything else than we have time to go into. The misunderstanding of the germ theory is a big one. And it's all to program people with fear so they'll obey obey the rulers no matter what and do all kinds of self-destructive, really dumb things. As an example, you may have heard of it since almost everybody's doing it now. In most parts of the country and the world, uh, Peg, our friend Peggy has pointed out that people are wearing these self-suffocation devices to show that they're heroes and they are saving the, the world from disease. And it's completely ridiculous. These people have no common sense at all. They haven't done any of the work. They haven't accepted that, well, if you're told to wear a self-suffocation device, find out, check in check on it, see if it makes sense, you know, and and there's all kinds of obvious information and data out there that shows cutting down your oxygen supply hurts your immune system. That's not a really smart thing to do. It cuts down the oxygen that you breathe, so it affects your brain and all the organs of your body, and it raises the CO2 that you're breathing, and the CO2 is not evil like the climate change people say. It's very essential for plants and a lot of things in in the world, in the biosphere, and it's at a, a very low point right now historically. It needs to rise, and it has no correlation at all to weather. I mean, not to weather, but to uh, temperature. 
There's no direct correlation. Dr. Easterbrook gave a great talk on that with all the data, and we put it up on lostartsradio.com and other platforms as well. Um, you can still find him. Dr. Easterbrook was talking to some government panel in Oregon. I think it was Oregon. Oregon or Washington, but I think Oregon. And they were kind of laughing at him and saying, oh, yeah, all this this guy doesn't even know about climate change. Ha, ha, ha. And he said, uh, yeah, but here's the data. Here's the real data. Not what these agencies have twisted, but here's the original data. And there is no correlation between CO2 and temperature in the world. None. I mean, it's clear until you start twisting the data. And CO2 is not a bad thing, but it was brilliant for the rulers to start making us afraid of it because it's everywhere and we're carbon-based creatures, I mean our body, not our consciousness. And so it makes us think that we're a plague on the, on the earth, like the old 60s bumper sticker that said, save the world, kill yourself. That's basically the message behind it. There, there's so much more to this, but the point is, investigate things yourself. Catch yourself if you get into the mentality of getting mad because somebody's questioning what you say. We should be questioning everything, because that's how you find out. And if you find out that something we believe is not true, that's great, because we can get closer to what is true. As long as we're busy defending something that turns out not to be right, we're, you know, hampering our own awareness. So if somebody points out that that's not true and you find out they're right, that's great. This is not some kind of an ego war to prove who's smarter. That That's just irrelevant. It's not who's right, it's what's right. So if a four-year-old kid comes up and tells you something and it turns out to be true, it doesn't matter that they don't have a Ph.D., I mean, we're we're so out to lunch with all this programming. It's just incredible. And um, what's going on right now is evidence that the rulers have evaluated how dumbed down we are um, and decided that, yeah, the, the program to make us fearful, because usually it's fear behind anger and defensiveness and condemnation of other people, People who do that are always condemning themselves underneath. They're always very fearful. And we've, we've been programmed that way for so long that they, they decided, okay, now the public is ready to fall for this giant um, global emergency based on nothing. Well, it's not quite based on nothing. There was a real project. Uh, Trump was wrong calling this current virus the China virus. It's not. It started in the U.S. in a lab on purpose, hybridized with between different elements that made it a chimera. And I know there are people who say there's no such thing as a virus, including some great people that we've had on our show. But that question is still open, it seems to me, even though the isolation techniques haven't been done according to uh, Cokes or Rivers postulates, there are a lot of um, empirical situations that suggest 
If it's not a virus, it's definitely something like a virus. Anyway, this particular one was funded by U.S. research, completely illegal since 1990 in bioweapons development, and it's still going on today all over the U.S., totally illegal, and you're funding it. All of us are funding it involuntarily. I mean, this is like a sci-fi movie on a really deep level. And it was developed here with our funding, sent over there, funded still from the U.S. illegally, and then set loose on the public. And there are people who say, well, maybe there wasn't anything actually. And people that I really admire and respect, John Rappaport and other ones like that that are great, I think I'm still allowed to say his name at the moment. Um, But see, the thing was, even though, yeah, there was a lot of air pollution over there and 5G was just being turned on, there were people who were cured in places like that with 5G and air pollution by taking, uh, following protocols that you're not supposed to know about, like Trump and others mentioned, oh, well, why don't you try such and such? He was right. And people recover. They recover even though they're still living in 5G and air pollution. So there are unanswered questions that need to be looked at in a dispassionate way where it's not an ego contest and we just really want to find out what's going on. And I still think, you know, from what I can tell, Trump had good motivation. He wasn't part of the evil system at all any more than you or I are, knowingly anyway. Um, But he made horrendous mistakes believing in the fake global crisis that we're supposedly in the middle of that's being used to destroy freedom and economies all over the world. Trump supported that. That was not because he wanted to hurt the country. He sacrificed a lot of his life and wealth to try to do that. But this was a a massive mistake. And giving billions of dollars to develop these injections that permanently alter and corrupt your DNA that made him complicit in potentially the deaths of billions of people, depending on how far this goes. So it's not like people are falling into black or white categories. It's a lot more complex. But what I'm, I guess what I'm mostly saying is that you're capable of complete brilliance, understanding, not only understanding what's going on, but developing the wisdom to know how to respond to it. And we're walking around with so much power, healing, harmonizing power, that uh, it's the biggest secret the dark rulers don't want us to know about. It, it reminds me, and we're, we're out of time, but and I haven't even touched what I wanted to talk about. But I don't have a, a crew, you know, to help me come out every day on the on the air so once a week is like I'm racing to do that and not even covering a fraction of what I want to but the the point is that Einstein said that in one atom of matter there's enough potential energy trapped inside that one atom to recreate the whole universe out of that that's a lot and that's nothing in what I've seen to compare to what's in you for healing and unlimited creative power not to hurt people just it's just the opposite to renew yourself 
and have such an incredible healing influence on everybody else that the global rulers and the nefarious forces who have taken control and infiltrated everything in the world right now, not only would they not stand a chance against you waking up to who you actually are and where you came from and what you're connected to, you know, you've heard the phrase, greater things than these show you you do. That's an understatement, and it's true. So not only would they not be able to stop us at all, but it wouldn't even hurt them. They also could be waked up because the influence is so strong, what we're carrying around. So I'm saying our one, the one real hope I see that's realistic of turning this incredible, indescribable sci-fi horror movie that's going on in the world right now, of turning that around. I'm not saying this um, euphemistically or in some superficial manner. I really think the hope for that is inside you. That's the only reason I see to take the time to do this. It's a... Just talking about all the bad things happening in the world, I don't think that's entertaining. I don't think it's interesting. I I don't enjoy uh, getting into that. I just felt like it would be necessary to understand on a deeper level what the issue is so that we can see what to do to solve it. And after decades of looking at that and a lot of investigation work, I really think that What's trapped inside you is the remedy that needs to be let loose. And you can't fake it. You've got to actually break through the programming shell and access it. It's not a belief. It's not a new religion. It's not something you take and just decide to believe it. None of that works. You've got to actually break that barrier, get into it, And you'll know when you do because you experience everything completely different and you don't hate anybody. You don't need to fight with anybody. You don't need to make other people agree with you. You don't care about any of that stuff. You just let this healing power that originates where you came from and you're connected to it now and you learn how to let it flow through you to everybody else. And most people would say, oh, that's fantasy. I don't think so. I think this original power that created everything that people talk about in different languages and different religions and they try to describe it in different scriptures and it can't be put in words, but I think it's real. I, I, I feel it to be real. And connecting to that in real experience, not a belief, but breaking through to that can make us conduits of that healing power that is creative and can fix this situation. But we don't have indefinite time to do that in this chapter of of the adventure. The window's closing, and I'd say all the parts of it that you can do to learn to work on from physical health up to becoming breaking through mental conditioning and emotional conditioning and becoming clear conscious again. That might be a really good idea for all of us to do. And I would recommend it, you know, me as well as everybody else. And I'm 
putting as much focus onto that as I can, and I'm encouraging other people that that appeals to to do that too. Um, we're doing it in Planetary Healing Club, but you don't need to do it with us. You can do it on your own. You can do it with other people who have a similar outlook to you. However you want to do it, I just say, you know, the tendency is to not value the time until your life is over. And you don't have to wait till then. You could do it now. You know, something that helps me is imagining that I'm at the end of my life looking back to, say, 2021, way in the past, and saying, you know, God, I'd like a better, another chance to do a better job back then, not taking anything for granted. And then your wish is granted, and here you are. What are you going to do? I'm really serious about that. So, um, anyway, we got to go. I got to prepare for the Planetary Healing Club meeting in 24 minutes. We're overdue over time on this show, but I just wanted to try to convey a little bit of what I was looking at to you guys. Um, we don't do commercials. If you want to help support us and you have the financial means to do that, you're not struggling for survival. <clears throat> then you can donate to our nonprofit that keeps all this going lost at the donate button at lostartsradio.com or lostartsresearchinstitute.org. That's a nonprofit. They're all connected. Um, or you can go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio uh, if you think this is worthwhile and you want to see us continue. We have projects on hold because of waiting for funds. So uh, if you have larger capacity, let us know and we can talk about that as long as it is coming from a clean source, then uh, we would start building a school tomorrow if we had that, a physical school, because that's one of our projects. And if you want to know more about that, let, let us know. Stay in touch. Take care of yourself. That's the biggest message. Uh, let people know about the show if, if you know someone that would be interested. And ideas for topics you want to see dealt with or questions or comments, anything like that, you're welcome to... Uh, Communicate by email. Main thing is please take care of yourself. Wake up out of the hypnotic trance that is being showered on us every moment. Find out the incredible things that you can do even under circumstances like we're living through now. They don't touch what you really could be and do. So that's it. And um, I hope you have a great week. Tomorrow night, Sunday, is our regular guest show. And you might... Enjoy the uh, great guests that are coming up on that. It's Dr. Cousins tomorrow night. He's been a good friend of ours for a long time. And I hope you have a great week and uh, learn everything you can and use it, okay, for good. Don't hate anybody. You're here to spread something different that helps. And uh, I really appreciate you. Hope to see you here again next time. Have a good weekend. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you 
can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum, as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.